Mmm, that's good. That is the sound of a new brewed up episode of Digital Coffee. And as always, I'm your host, Brett Deister. So let's get on with the tech news with there's some new things going on, some interesting things. You know, everything that's going on in tech news is always new or interesting because it wasn't going to be tech, but let's let's get on with it. So uh, OnePlus, which if you don't know, is a pretty good uh, phone manufacturer that primarily does Android-based phones. With a caveat, they, they basically take Android and they repurpose it to be their own. Uh, they're pretty, pretty reasonably priced, and they're actually pretty good phones. Well, they decided to bring out a new color for the OnePlus 3T called Midnight Black. Ooh, Midnight Black. That means you can get it all stealthy black if you needed to do that. If, if that's what you need to do, I don't really know because I don't really know what you really like. But there is that option, so you can now get it in Midnight Black and have all your friends... Supposedly jealous because it's in all black. If not, then you, you you can still like it because it's it's your it's your thing. I mean, I can't really I can't really do anything for you if all you care about is pleasing your friends. But if you like it, that's awesome. But anyways, moving on to uh, Facebook. So Facebook has decided to finally uh, unlock or release the live version from the desktop to everybody. So streamers can now stream on Facebook if they're tired of streaming on Twitch or YouTube Gaming or Beam or Hitbox or any of the other ones that are out there because there's quite a bit of them out there. You can do it on your on your Facebook and annoy all your Facebook friends with, hey, I'm streaming League of Legends. Please look at me now because I am really, really good or not, or you're doing Overwatch, or you just want to, you know, show off your new puppy, because puppies get the likes. Let's be honest with you. The puppies and the cats in your live video will make it, because if you think you're boring, just bring those puppies and cats. Voila. You have it made, because they're so cute and cuddly, and they do funny things. Pets. Ah, pets. But yes, uh, it has finally happened. I kind of tested a little bit out today, or tested out the beginnings of it. It's it's very similar to just uploading a video to it, except that it's just going to go live. Just make sure that you have a webcam. It works, and it's on, and you're interesting, because people want interesting live streams. Gaming is usually a better one of doing it, because you actually have something going on in the screen, and then you can uh, talk to your users as well while you're playing the game or not depends on how you do it uh but this is just another avenue for it now like i said caveat even though it was a joke please do not bug your friends with all your live videos uh i would do it at least probably just once a day if if that's if you can hold yourself to that that's great but once again make sure it's interesting now for brands it's also a great thing for you guys as well because you can do um, great videos, not just on your phone, but also on a standalone uh, desktop with a webcam. As always, if you're if you're not sure if your computer has a webcam, well, if it's a desktop, you ha usually have to buy an external one. If it's a laptop, nine times out of ten, you'll already have one, so you're all set with that. So just just be aware of that. Just 
Interesting. All right now on to Google. So Google Duo. Now you're probably wondering which one, which uh, which one of those uh, apps is that for Google on the messaging side of it? It's the video one. I get it. I know. Understand. They have a plethora of uh, messaging apps, and then you really need to, you know, nail it down to a few, not a few dozen, a few. Well, the Google Duo app is getting audio only calls as well. So if you're just looking just to do audio calls, you don't want to see people's faces because you're weird like that, uh, they'll allow you to do it now. Now it's interesting that they're doing this because Duo is primarily or was uh, kind of released and talked about as a video app, a video chat app, not an audio app audio chat app that was that's primarily what Google Voice is now and I've said this before and I'll say it again I would really like Google to you know condense it and kind of merge some of these together I would say merge Allo and Duo together at least um, to kind of make that one unified uh, messaging app I would even just unify the Android messages with Allo and with Duo to have completely one unified messaging app. You don't need four of them. I'm sorry, Google. I don't mind your apps, but when you have so many of these things, it gets a little confusing for a lot of people, and you don't want to confuse people because they just won't use it anymore. I'm not saying your apps aren't great. It's just confuse less. Have less of this. You need less, not more. When you have more apps that are almost the same, people don't know which ones to use. Now back to Google Duo. Duo. The reason why they're doing it is because a lot of users have users have wanted this, and it also helps with uh, countries, developing countries that don't have great infrastructure for um, mobile. So this helps for this helps as well since they're trying to go after the the WhatsApp and the Facebook Messenger. Uh, industry or sector as well this is a way to do it so let's see if this actually works or not if it doesn't well it can always go it can always go the way of google plus which is they kind of sort of update it don't do it for a while then all of a sudden hey we're gonna update it let's hope they don't do the google voice way and do it not update it for five years that'd be a little bit better also um android uh, is if you didn't know android is one of the most popular mobile operating systems out there. It is more popular than iOS only because it's on more phones than the iOS is because iOS is only on Apple phones. Android is on Samsung, LG, HTC, uh, OnePlus, uh, H- uh, I said HTC, ZTE, uh, Blue, LG, Motorola, a whole bunch of more other ones that I probably don't know about or forgot. They're on quite a bit. Now the problem is with Android phones is that updates were not really getting out to these phone makers or getting, the updates weren't going to the phones as quickly as they would like. It usually take around nine to six to nine weeks to actually do it. They've actually brought it down to a few days because what they have done is that they have uh, talked to the phone manufacturers and the carriers and kind of said, look, these are more important than the feature updates. And the carriers have said, well, these are a little bit different feature updates. So they have they have pushed out quite well, which is a good thing. They're still actually trying to improve this. And I'm hoping I'm hoping it's going to get 
these updates will get done in a matter of hours instead of days. Days are great because way better than uh, three to six, three to nine weeks. Three to nine weeks is quite, especially the nine week one is quite a long time to wait for updates. Now, if you do get Google specific phones like the Nexus phones or now the Pixel line, uh, you will get these updates a lot quicker because it's, it's Apple. I mean Google's own phones. Uh, they don't have to go through a system check or kind of like a check th through their own custom ROMs through Android. That's just the custom layouts that a lot of these um, third-party companies use. Because uh, the Pixel phone is, then as, it, as, as it's called, is vanilla Google, uh, Android, which basically means is that nothing's added to it. It's just all what Google uh, Android is supposed to be. Uh, now, Samsung and everybody else kind of manipulates it and, and tunes it to what they want it to be, which is fine, but it does take a while for people to get the updates, and that's the other problem about it. But it's good to see that Google is working on this and slowly pushing for faster security updates because that's what it's needed. It's also a little interesting uh, tidbits of how much they scan for malicious apps. So that in 2016, they did uh, 750 million daily checks or scans in 2016. In 2015, it was 450 million. So they went up 300 million in general. Uh, now for really bad malicious apps, it's really low percentage. Um, so now it's at 0.016% of installs installed. Trojans dropped by 51.5% compared to 2015. It's it's quite a huge margin. It's, it's dropped really, really low, which is another great thing because uh, Apple used to go after them all the time saying, hey, at least we're more secure than that Android operating system. Ha <laughs> wink. And I was, uh, I'm always like, the best defense against these things is you. If you install a bad malicious app, that's your fault. I hate to say it, it's your fault. So don't go to any third-party sites that say it's for your Android phone because you don't really know what you're really getting. Uh, just be sure that you know what you're downloading and if need be, install uh, look uh, any and any Android uh, antivirus system that will scan your apps as well is always uh, a help. So just be prepared for that. Uh, always be vigilant. Always know what you're downloading. If you're downloading like a Facebook app or a Twitter app, you usually be fine. Uh, just be aware of what you're downloading. That's all I gotta say. Because some some apps aren't really that great. There's they, they can be pretty um pretty terrible. They can be pretty bad. All right, there is an interesting new um, update for Google Maps. It allows you to share your location to friends and family members. Now this can be um, well a little precarious sometimes because of the exact positioning. It it will it will basically tell people where you're at. Now, for people that don't have really don't have smartphones or Google app in, or Google Maps installed, they'll get a text message instead, which could be. Eh. Be careful about who you send that out to. Just saying, just saying. You, you, don't, you, might, you might not know. Now you have to individu individually set these up to get these uh, updates. But for friends, you can have a short-term amount of time where they can see you, and then for loved ones, family members, you can have more long-term as well. But like I said, be prepared for this. If you think you're gonna, you know, break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend, don't, don't send them that. Don't. It's just a bad idea because they'll get mad and they'll know exactly where you're at, 
And it'll be awkward all the time because it'll be like, oh, hey, how did you know I was going to be here? I don't know. I like going here, too. You know, you actually said that you hated this. I did? Are you sure? could be one of those things where they, they accidentally run into you, which they don't really accidentally run into you. They know exactly where you're at all the time, which is really creepy. So once again, use this at your own uh, risk and use it wisely. Do not share with all your friends. Everybody's my friend. I'll share it everywhere. That's also just not smart. I'm just helping you with some common sense knowledge because sometimes people just don't understand common sense. And I want to make sure that you guys understand it because you, you really should. Also, Google's opening up a post on Google, which, if you didn't know, uh, debuted at the presidential election in 2016 uh, for candidates to kind of update through uh, Google search. Now they're updating it to more movies, museums, and uh, entertainment, that type of area realm. Now it's similar to Twitter, but only on uh, Google search. Now this is kind of Google's little inch towards social media once again, but in something that people actually use, and they don't have to convince people to actually use another product. So I think this is kind of a happy medium for Google. I think this is a better way of doing it. Now, can, business, can any business, business, business use this? I don't know why I can say that. No, they can't. Uh, it's specific to certain sectors. They will eventually open this up probably to a whole bunch more, but you have to sign up. Don't expect if you're in the other category to actually get into it. But be on the lookout for these uh, in the near future because they could be a lot more and a lot more abundant since Google is always trying to innovate and um, use its, its search in different ways. And this is one of them. So be on the lookout for that. You could see a lot more of that. Just saying. A lot more. All right. Uh, so for all my single friends and single listeners out there, uh, online dating is difficult. Trust me, I know. It's quite difficult. It can be quite maddening and frustrating on both sides of the spectrum. I mean male and female. If you think I'm anything else, you're wrong. But uh, this is one thing I've always said. Online dating is awful, terrible because of the law of abundance, which basically means is that we have too much options. So we usually will go for our what we think is the best for us and kind of leave out other opportunities. I do it. Everybody else does it. I will not say that I don't do it because that's just wrong. I mean, I'm human. Um, but there are a lot of dating apps out there. And Coffee Meets Bagel is one of the more interesting ones because what it does is it basically every, um, every day at noon, it gives out 21 profile matches for guys and it gives a selected handful for women. Um, now, prior to it, when it was new, it only gave out one per day and then they kind of like they've changed it around a little bit well, they're also now doing a subscription for $35 a month you'll get a lot more details about your potential mate suitor whatever you want to call them uh, it'll be like uh, chats with bagels 75% of the time uh, sends a first message 45% of the time so basically we'll give you messages on how uh, long the replies are how often they do it and how active they are as well. Uh, so you know if, well, if you're actually going to try to talk to somebody, they actually will talk back, because that's another problem with all of these apps. Some people just don't ever talk back to you. And then you go, what's wrong with me? I'm fun to talk to. I am, I have a bright personality. 
all my friends, or my parents say so, because my friends are married, and they, they technically are friends in on Facebook. But anyways, um, that's just some of the things it is. I think this is one of the better dating apps out there. Um, for women, I know Bumble is a great one. For guys, it's not it's not as much because we... Mm, I have mixed feelings about it. I don't think it's a terrible one. I just don't think it's the best one. I think this one's the, kind of the best happy medium for both genders. Guys, at least it gives you a chance to you know find several of them. It could be more potential suitors instead of just endlessly swiping and hoping one of them will actually swipe the same way too. Not to everybody. I mean, some people get a lot of them. I'm just saying for the vast majority of us, the average people, it's a lot more difficult. But yes, um, it's a $35 a month one. It'll, it also will help uh, fight ghosting um, because, you know, that's not always fun. It also will give you 6,000 beans, which is kind of their currency in there as well. So if you really like it and you're really trying to find a really good partner a lot quicker than endlessly swiping on Tinder and Bumble, this might be the one for you, but it's not cheap. Let's just say that. $35 a month is pretty steep. It's it's usually about average for a lot of them, but still pretty steep for a monthly recurring charge. All right, moving on to LinkedIn. It's going to be revamping its timeline as it's pushed towards actually being a social network that people want to actually stay on and communicate with people because most, most of the time they usually weren't doing that. They were like, oh, jobs, okay, I'm going to leave now. That's why usually I was doing it. Um, yeah, this is this is how they're doing it now. They're going to be uh, having trending storylines, which basically is curated by editors and algorithms to find news uh, stories that you actually may like or not or angrily post on, whichever one you want to do. But that's, that's how they're doing it. Uh, it's basically helped by what they purchased a while ago called Pulse, which was a great news aggregator, mind you, before LinkedIn bought it, and then LinkedIn messed it up when they bought it. Now, they haven't really updated Pulse in a while, but LinkedIn said, like, oh, we still care about Pulse, because it's it's the PR marketing speak. Oh, we still care about it, even though they, they really don't. If you don't update it for a while, you, you tend to not care about them. Just just saying. Uh, but that's how it is right now. Um, Pulse is not that great. I don't I don't actually have it installed on my phone anymore, because there's better ones out there. Feedly, there's a whole bunch of other ones, but Feedly is the one that came to the top of my head. Uh, Flipboard is actually another great one that actually looks like a, vid- a be- more beautiful pulse. Um, there's a Feedmash is another great one. Um, so there's a slew of other ones that can take the place of it. So it should be interesting to see if they will just deprecate it and just bring it more into the LinkedIn just app in general or if they actually will do something interesting with it we don't really know but this trending storylines is going to be interesting because of the way it's going to do it so it's going to be learning what you actually read uh, if you actually read probably actually look at how long you read it too and if you comment on it and then use other stories based on that as well because the whole point is to get you back onto linkedin so you use it more and that that's 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 primarily what social media is all about getting you back on Hopefully you stay for a while, you don't leave, and you just stay there. And you make it kind of your home, your little place. And then they change it, and you're like, ah, my place has changed. How dare you? Uh, but that's that's basically the, 
whole push for it. So this could help it. This could not. It really depends because in the mindset of people and how they view LinkedIn is all that it's all that really matters. Uh, I'm not saying that LinkedIn hasn't gotten better over the years. It has gotten better. I've, I've been on it more and more. I kind of lose track of it and do other things, but hey, I at least go back to it every once in a while, way more often than what I did in the beginning. I went on it in the beginning. I went on it, made a profile, and then just left for months. I went, oh, yeah, I have one of those. That's usually how it was with LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, that that thing. I remember that. And then you just leave because you're like, I don't care. Anyways, moving on to Medium. So if you don't know, Medium is a popular blogging platform done by the, one of the co-founders of Twitter and Blogger. Um, and... Uh, it's an interesting time because they laid off a whole bunch of them, got rid of their ads, and said, we're going to figure out a new way. Well, they announced today they figured out a new way. It's going to be a subscription of $5 a month. And you're going to get uh, extra content of curated experts, uh, so you can read them if you want to. You also get uh, other little extras. But the other main thing is you're going to get the new features first. That's right. You just drop in that $5 a month, you'll get the new features first before anybody and then everybody else will get it because they'll care more about you because you're actually paying anybody else. Will this actually work? It might, it might not. Um, some tech pundits are saying it won't. I'm saying because they're basically saying we'll look at New York Times. I'm like, well, it's different because New York Times paywalled everything and you couldn't really read everything. You could still read all the other free medium posts that you'll just get more curated stuff. That is, that is quite different from what the newspapers did. The newspapers did an awful job with their paywalls. Eventually, it just made people more upset. Now, this is the way you actually do this type of new um, subscription model. You might want to take note, uh, Push Bullet, um, Evernote specifically, what you did was not very good. It actually was pretty terrible. Uh, you don't take things away from already the free users and go, oh, look, you're going to have to pay for it now. I'd be like, I've just been using this for months for free and now you're taking it away because you think it's a paid version of it? Whatever. I'm not going to use you anymore. And I've slowly stopped using Evernote after that. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to use you for anymore. I mean, you keep on taking features away and I have to pay for it. Why? Like, that's not the point. You're supposed to tell me why I should pay for this, not, oh, we're taking it away, so you should you should pay for it so you can get you the stuff that you had back. Yeah, but this is this. I actually like this way. I think this is the way of doing it. Of saying, "Hey, this is extra stuff we're giving you. We're not taking anything away. We're just giving you extra things." It's the best way of doing it. Plus, it's not. It's a reasonable price. Five dollars a month is not as bad as some others, like thirty-five dollars a month. All right. Apple has confirmed that they have acquired Workflow. Uh, Workflow is a very popular app on the iOS. Uh, ecosystem that kind of works similar to IFTTT, which is also a great one, uh, which kind of allows you to do different types of recipes or groups. So um, you, you can like group in uh, getting uh, upcoming events, choose from lists, set multiples, and then get directions, map app, and then you pick which one you want to do for that one. Map app, Google Maps, Waze. Uh, and you can pick which mode, but you can do those types of groups of like, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. So that's what they're doing as well. Um, so they're kind of aqua hiring, but they're also leaving Workflow as a standalone app, standalone free app, mind you. So you have that. So the interesting thing, because Apple doesn't require that much, that many apps, or very many apps. I think they are over. They acquired Overcast. Has been very many. Uh, so this is kind of an interesting little twist of uh, 
intrigue, I guess, is the best way of doing it. But best of luck for the work uh, workflow people. It's a great app, especially since it won awards for it. Um, best of luck for you guys. I think this is a great uh, great thing for you guys, and it will probably help with uh, Apple and deep learning in general. So it should be interesting to see what it's all about. There's no details on exactly how much is being paid out, but it's, it is a nice little payday for them. Uh, so you have that as well. All right, on to more PC in the Ryzen, the AMD Ryzen. So if you don't know, AMD recently released uh, their new a CPU architecture. If you don't know what a CPU is, uh, think of Intel as basically the brain of your computer without the CPU. It can't really work just like the motherboard is the backbone of your computer because you, that's where you plug everything into. Uh, but there is something wrong with the Ryzen 7 chips. They're locking up people's PCs, which is not very good because that means you can't use it. Um, AMD has said that they have uh, they know what the problem is. They will be issuing updates for your BIOS. So if you do have it, be sure to properly update it. Flash it is more likely to do it. Um, that's 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 the way of doing it, folks. If you buy new CPU new CPU architectures, you have to suffer this. Now, usually it's best to wait several months for them to iron out a lot of these issues. Uh, but that that's the thing. Now. It's a good thing for uh, AMD that this actually happened because it will help with their Naples, their other uh, CPUs that are more for servers. Uh, so it should be interesting to see how quickly they will patch that. Um, but at least they've caught it. I don't. I'm, at least they know about it. I'm sorry for all of you that it's happened to. That's probably not cool. It sucks. I get it. It really does suck. All right. So. Reddit has a new update, and it's going to be coming more like Facebook with profile pages because every Redditor loves profile pages. Oh, Reddit, I think you're going marching on to, oh, we don't really know what we are anymore, even though we uh, originally were like, nope, we don't want you to advertise yourself. You're just part of a, a collective of a group. Now it's like an about face of, oh, now we're going to have profile pages that you can push to. So now we're going to be more like a social networking site instead of more of a group site or a forum. So uh, we like what Facebook's doing. So, yes, we're now kind of like Facebook. I don't really get like why they're doing it. They think it's helpful and to actually help content creators. But the upvotes and everything else were helping them in general because they were getting traction. They're getting notoriety from it. You didn't really need to do this. I think you're just doing this because you want to be more like Facebook in general because you see just the amount of success they've had. And it's been a lot difficult road for you guys to actually, you know, advertise and make money off this in general. I'm not really in favor of this. I think they're kind of losing their edge on what made Reddit Reddit. But I understand why they're doing it. It's, it's a very business move. So we'll see if the community actually really likes it or hates it. It really depends on with Reddit. But that's what it is now. All right, do you use LastPass? Because I do, and uh, thankfully there was a serious uh, security flaw or vulnerability in the Chrome, Firefox, and Edge extensions that were, that, uh, that Google actually notified LastPass about it. There was workaround and fixes, and now it's all fixed. But unfortunately, the saving the your passwords onto it from the extension gave it kind of root access to attackers to actually steal your information, which would never been very good. Uh, but it actually has been passed. Uh, but on Tuesday, it was no, it was reported about the vulnerability, or excuse me, but um, that was the Firefox one. But it was uh, on the Google Project Zero uh, 
bug tracker notified the vulnerability in the extension and they kind of like did a workaround on their servers and then Tuesday is where Firefox extension still had a vulnerability and then they updated that as well as released on Wednesday. So if you're using the Firefox one, you should be all good. Just make sure that all your extensions are up to date as always because these things do happen. They do. They really do. They just they just happen. That's how it happens. But yes, um, I like it still. I think it's one of the best uh, password management systems out there. I think it's great. It's just things do happen like this, and you just have to deal with them and figure workarounds for them as well. All right. Apps, programs, things you should look at, try out, try out uh, this week. Um, so there is a new case for the Pixel phones. It's a wooden case. Uh, it's called the Curve case, and it has different woods and stuff. This to be the most durable cases out there. They're not cheap though. Um, there's different types of woods. There's walnut, uh, stapled maple wood, uh, bullet case, bullet wood case, uh, maple wood as well. Uh, rosewood is out. Uh, Bocat also, and cherry wood cases as well. So if you're looking for any kind of unique cases, this is probably something you should try out. But they're not cheap. They start around $59 and they go up to 100 and something dollars. So yeah, if you have money to spare, go for it. Alright, and if you are a WordPress person, uh, you can do the WB Time Capsule to, you know, update your WordPress and make sure it's safe with reliable updates and not, you know, having to go like, ah, how this happened type of a thing. So if you want, if this is the way you want to do it, this is the best, probably the best way to, you know, make sure that you are keeping it all safe because if your WordPress goes down, you're in trouble. Uh, but yeah, that's usually how it is. Um, but yeah, if you want to check it out, check it out. It's called W Capsule. And then here's another one. Are you always... Figure, trying to figure out what you want to do this weekend, well, Wilson will help you out with planning your weekends. Now, this is only for New York City and San Francisco, so um, to you too, you can try it out. But yeah, if you want someone, if you want a bot to help you plan out your weekend, Wilson is it for you. And all right, that is the end of Digital Coffee. Thank you for tuning in as always, and be sure to subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, tune in as well. And uh, follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Anchor Radio, Player.me as well. And also uh, support Digital Coffee by uh, supporting me on Patreon, Podbean, or picking up some teachers and coffee mugs. All right, guys, join me Friday when I go through Gaming News and Gamers Cafe. Have a good Thursday and see you Friday later.